A mesquite moment in time, a look at what the city was, making it what it is today. The extreme growth that Mesquite endured for many years took a toll on our schools, budget, resources, and infrastructure. City leaders had to quickly learn how to intercept and solve these problems before they ever occurred. In January 1950, Dallas County held a bond election that would cost citizens over $22 million to produce a major thoroughfare plan that proved to have many incentives for the Mesquite area, and citizens overwhelmingly voted in favor of the plan. According to the Texas Mosquiter, quote, improvements of and an extension to Gross Road will connect Mesquite with the new U.S. Highway 67. Improvements will be made to Beltline Road, which encircles the county and passes through Mesquite. When the highway system is brought up to standard, property values will rise, annual maintenance of the roads will be lower, and driving will be more pleasant. Mesquite wisely foresaw the benefits to be gained and voted accordingly. Mesquite faced many frequent bouts with water supply and with unprecedented growth also came crippling water shortages. In September 1950, the U.S. Corps of Army Engineers were in the process of constructing a reservoir on Lake Levon, and multiple cities such as Mesquite, Garland, Plano, Rockwall, McKinney, and Wiley all sent representatives to the State Water Board in Austin to file for water to be used for municipalities from that reservoir. The proposition later broke the municipal water shortages with the Levon connection and began the North Texas Municipal Water District. Three large housing developments were constructed in Mesquite in 1950. The first big housing subdivision ever built in Mesquite was by Dallas developer Carl Brown, who had acquired 150 acres from E.A. Grubb and 35 acres from R.N. Kearney. This acreage was due north of downtown and would have around 1,002 to three bedroom homes priced at roughly $5,000 built on it. In West Mesquite, developer W.P. Luce announced the development of the Rolling Wood Hills edition. This development would consist of 600 economy-style two-bedroom houses, also priced at around $5,000, built on 16 streets between Syene Road and the newly formed Military Parkway. The final development was by Syntex Corps of Dallas, who planned to build nearly 60 small cottage-style homes called the Wildwood Edition, tucked away in a quiet neighborhood southwest of downtown Mesquite. According to the 1950 U.S. Census Bureau, Mesquite had 1,696 citizens compared to neighboring Forney's 1,418. The competition to see whose population was larger was turned over since Forney had 200 more citizens counted in the 1940 census than Mesquite had. Following 1950, the race wasn't even close, with Mesquite's current population at over 140,000 and Forney's at 20,000. In other 1950 news, Toby's department store announced its opening on the square with sales such as khaki pants at $2.50 a pair, work shirts at $1 each, and two ladies' dresses for $11. Also, T.H. McDonald became superintendent of schools by replacing M.D. Murphy, who took another superintendent job in Cleburne. Joe Tosh also became the longtime postmaster on August 30, 1950, and held that position for nearly 30 years. Mesquite was changing, and up until this point had been keeping up, but it wouldn't stay that way too much longer. The real future jumped up and bit everybody when a precious relic of the past no longer existed in Mesquite after 1951. Listen again next week to see just what this object was and why it was so important to our town. I'm Christian Janes reminding you to subscribe to this radio show's podcast on iTunes and podcast.com and to join 88.5 FM next week for another historical tidbit from a mesquite moment in time.